Hi guys, this is Oliver Cookson and welcome to the Bootstrap Your Life podcast. So for those that don't know, I'm best known in business for bootstrapping uh, myprotein.com, which I started with a £500 overdraft in 2004 and ended up exiting the business for a multi-million pound figure, whilst also maintaining 100% equity in the business. First of all, I'd just like to say thanks to Andy the Box and Shifty for leaving me reviews. I greatly appreciated reading them and thanks for taking your time to, to leave them for me. On that note, if anyone has enjoyed any of these podcasts, please do leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It would be really appreciated and I'm sure it'll help others find the podcast and hopefully they'll find it useful as well. Before getting to the question, I just want to say my website is now live, so it's available at olivercookson.com and that's the best place for you to post a question to me. Also, please give me a follow on Twitter at Oliver Cookson. So to this week's question, which is from Brian Pilkington, this is actually probably one of the top three questions that have ever been asked. So it's something obviously a lot of people want to know and it is a, a key question in terms of the early days of my protein and give you some insight into those early days. So the question is, how did you make your start in manufacturing and selling protein? So effectively, how did I come up with the idea of my protein? And also then how did that look for the first year or so when I was building the business in those very early days? So as you probably know, I'm currently in the process of writing my book. I'm around 50,000 words in now. And this is a key chapter in the book. It's actually the chapter's called The Eureka Moment. So obviously I'll answer the question here. However, I'm not going to be able to answer it in much detail as I do as in the book, because obviously the book is a lot more expansive. So yeah, if you find the question or the answer interesting, then certainly look to take a look at the book when it's published, which is looking like spring 2021 now, as a couple of the big publishers have have taken an interest in the book. So so yeah, it's looking like it'll be published via one of those guys. To keep up to date with the details on the launch of the book, I'll update via the podcast, but also you can sign up to the mailing list on my website, olivercookson.com, and I will update you guys when, when I have more information. So to the question, when did I have the moment, the eureka moment about my protein? As I've covered in previous podcasts, I've always been entrepreneurial. So I was always looking for my idea because I knew there was something out there that I was going to do and it didn't involve working for other people. So I was always really beavering around trying to find that idea. As I think I mentioned before, I was heavily into going to the gym from around 16, 17. And as you know from previous podcasts, I was heavily into the internet, into the web, as I was a web developer by, as it was my job. And also in my off time, it was something I was passionate around learning and found it super interesting. So in short, I used to use a protein supplement from who were the leading company in the UK at the time. And one day, just out of curiosity, I looked on the back of the tub of protein that I had and wondered what were the ingredients. So I knew there was protein in there, but I didn't really know any details of what the protein was, where it was from, and all of those questions. So being in business, it's very important to ask the what-if questions. Luckily, that's something that's come naturally to me since a young age. I've always been curious and wanted to know why and what if on, on various different things. 
I was reading the back of the tub of protein and the ingredients said something along the lines of whey protein concentrate, flavoring, sweeteners, xanthan gum, thickeners, and various other small ingredients in there. So obviously the key active ingredient was whey protein. At that time, I didn't really know what whey protein was, so I jumped on the internet and researched it. And effectively, I found that whey protein was a byproduct of cheese. So when you make cheese, or when a big dairy makes cheese, they make whey, which is the byproduct. So many years ago, the dairies actually used to throw away this byproduct whey, as they didn't have any use for it. But then someone found out it was actually a really highly valuable product. Effectively, you could process the whey and reduce all the lactose, which will effect give a higher protein percentage. So lactose is the milk sugar. So I found what the key ingredient was, which was whey, whey protein. So from there, then I went to dairies. And I contacted lots and lots of dairies to try and buy the raw products. And the rough price back then was around £3 a kilo. So the products I was buying was 908 grams, which was £2. So effectively less than a kilo and was costing nearly £30. So I looked at this and thought, hmm, okay, we have a product here and paying, I could buy the raw material for £3. I'm buying the finished product for 30. It's just got some flavorings and sweeteners and some other small and cheap ingredients within, or what I presumed were cheap. Then there's lots of margin in there. I could effectively buy this product, manufacture the product myself, build a website myself, sell it online for half the price of what the leading competitor was doing and still make a great margin. So this is where the idea was born. This was the Eureka moment. And I really did get excited when I when I thought of this. But then I needed to source the product. So I contacted these dairies, numerous dairies, and most of them, well, all of them said that the minimum order quantity, the MOQ, was a pallet. And I think there was around 20 sacks on a pallet, which were 20 kilos each. So these this cost thousands of pounds, a couple of thousand pounds nearly, to buy the pallet. And obviously, as, as I was just starting out, I was 23, I was very wet behind the ears, no one would give me credit for that. And I didn't have £2,000. So I asked if I could buy a couple of sacks of the whey, so about 40 kilos of whey, and everyone said no. It was just a, a bit of a pain for them, really. So they'd have to split a pallet, and it would cost money to send it to me, and it was just a bit of an inconvenience. That's, that's, the, that's the long and short of it. However, I did find one guy, a guy called Andy, and I've actually got a chapter in my book, around this whole story which goes into a bit more depth but in short a guy called Andy who used to head up a company called Baccarel he said to me Oliver I can hear something in your voice you really feel passionate you sound passionate I'm, you know he, he saw something in me or heard something in me and he effectively said look I will do it as a one-off um, but he gave me a few commercial things I needed to hit to, to to continue the supply relationship so effectively he let me buy two sacks of whey for less than £200, which was within my budget. So once I got these two sacks, I then, later on in the business, I sold them, and then I could buy four sacks, and then I sold them, and I went back and bought six sacks, etc., etc., until I ended up buying hundreds of tons of protein off him. So I think there's actually a key message here, which again I go into in the book in more detail, but it just shows he gave me a chance. So he had it was an inconvenient for him. It was probably a something he didn't want to do. However, he went above and beyond and actually stepped out and reached out and helped me. And that was a really important step in the building blocks of my protein. He gave me the chance. So that's something I try 
and do where possible in life now it's it's obviously very difficult to do with everyone that asks but there's been numerous occasions over the years that I've I've done that so yeah that is the eureka moment in a nutshell look I've heavily simplified it and obviously these having the idea and then he's executing it which a whole is a whole different world and there's loads of things in between to get the the website ready and get all the products and the packaging and everything else ready which which I'll cover in future podcasts and the book and and so forth so what were the first steps that I took once I had the eureka moment I'll let you into a little secret I never actually wrote a business plan which is pretty shocking for most people I guess it's not completely true that I didn't have one because I did but it was in my head I just didn't actually put pen to paper. So I knew my completely what the vision was and how it was going to be executed and it was completely mapped out. I guess the key thing is I didn't need to get anyone's opinion or approval or get them on board to invest in the business. So I didn't really need that business plan. I've shown that you don't need it. However, it is obviously best practice to actually do one. But for me, I'm a much more of a let's get it done sort of person. So if you've got it and you're doing it on your own, then you don't actually need a business plan. You are the business plan and you are, you're the one who's going to execute it. Having said that, nowadays, when I'm a bit more mature, if I'm starting a new business or a small project, I'll always draft a very high level business plan, but it's super lightweight and just really covers the key pertinent points. Of course, if you're going to get a loan from a bank or get an investor on board, you must have a business plan. So touching upon the manufacturing process, Since day one, my protein's been virtually integrated, which was what set us apart from the competition, I believe, as we could get from idea to product on a shelf. Literally, I could come up with the idea in the morning, and by the afternoon, we had the product on the website, on the shelf, so to speak, ready to sell. That speed to market was unbeatable, and it was so important for the growth of business. So being able to be virtually integrated in manufacturing at the start was a huge advantage, The only issue was I didn't have any experience with manufacturing. So like with everything, I broke it down the process and tried to simplify it where I could and came up with a process to manufacture the products. It was all by hand in the early days. So it was a very simple manufacturing process. It was effectively blending powders together and then repacking them. So I did this in a very methodical, systematic way because I wanted to make sure all the powders were exactly the same and... I had a great process for this and I used my skills of development to make a a really sophisticated custom warehouse management system effectively that created a schedule of works which give you the actual breakdown of what orders need to be made and when. I can cover this in more detail in a future podcast if anyone wants to know about it or it is something I go into more detail in my book as well. So I was going to go into not just the eureka moment, I was going to go into the first year as well. However, I'm not going to be able to have time to to go into that really. So maybe that's something for a future podcast and how I managed to juggle my full-time job, which I had at the time when I started my protein and launching my protein. I actually moved into my first house. I got my first mortgage. I think it was one month before I started my protein. So I had a lot of balls in the air. So I can explain how that was back then and what my working day looked like for the first year, which was a a very long day. It was literally 16 hour days. And again, that is, it's it's probably another podcast and it is actually another chapter in the book as well. So that's the end of episode five. I appreciate your time for listening and I hope that gives you some insight into the early days of my protein. 
and hopefully you can then apply that in some ideas maybe that you have or you can get some inspiration from it or some insights so again if you found this useful please do subscribe hit the subscribe button and you won't miss another episode which come out weekly on a wednesday also please do leave a review if you found it useful so i appreciate your time everyone and i will speak to you next week